اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان لا اله الا الله اشهد ان محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد رسول الله حيا للسلام ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الذين قالوا ربنا الله ثم استقاموا تتنسل عليهم الملائكة ألا تخافوا ألا تخافوا ولا تحزنوا وأبشروا بالجنة التي كنتم توعدون نحن أولياؤكم في الحياة الدنيا وفي الآخرة ولكم فيها ما تشتهي أنفسكم ولكم فيها ما تدعون 
نزلا من غفور الرحيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أحب الأعمال إلى الله ما ديم عليها وإن قل أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العلم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحلل أقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Respected elders and brothers in Islam We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for affording us this great opportunity of witnessing this great month of Ramadan Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is mentioned in a hadith لِسْطَائِمِ فَرْحَةً فَرْحَةٌ عِنْدَ فِتْرِهِ وَفَرْحَةٌ عِنْدَ لِقَاءِ رَبِّهِ For the person, for the fasting person, there's two great joys, two great moments of happiness. One is at the time of Eid al-Fitr, now Allah has given him the opportunity to complete the whole month of Ramadan, fasting, performing tarawih. So now he gets that joy that Allah has granted me this opportunity of fasting this great month of Ramadan. So he gets a, a sense of fulfillment. That Allah has allowed me to fulfill one great pillar of Islam. And the other time he will express it, he will enjoy, he will, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him that moment of happiness when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he sees what Allah has got in store for him, the great rewards for fasting. We know the one hadith, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, I will be the reward for the fasting person. The benefit of fasting is the person gets that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But as we come to the close of any action, we are taught in our deen to always make istighfar. As we come to the end of any action, Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu, the greatest personality after all the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. He was guaranteed Jannah. He was known to be of such a high rank. Now this Tahabi, who is perfect in every way, is Siddiq Akbar. So he asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam, teach me a dua that I can make. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasalam teaches him the dua that we should be reading at the end of our salah. So what we are taught at the end of the ibadah, this is the dua to read. Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi zulman kathira. A person can imagine what level will the salah of Sayyidina Abu Bakr be. What a high level. The ma'rifat of Allah, the love of Allah, the concentration that he would have had in his salah. Second to none, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam teaches him, when you come to complete your salah, this condition should overcome you, that you should feel regret, remorse, that I performed this tarat, this salah, but maybe there's weakness. Oh Allah, you are so great. I'm very weak. I did this ibadah. It's not worthy of acceptance. There are many shortcomings. Able to fulfill this command according to your greatness. So Allahumma inni zalamtu nafsi. He said, Oh Allah, I have wronged myself greatly. وَلَا يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ فَغْفِرْ لِي مَغْفِرَةً مِنْ عِلِّكَ وَرَحَمْنِ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْغَفُرُ الرَّحِيمِ There's none that can forgive sins. There's none can forgive except you. O my beloved Allah. So please forgive me. Forgive my shortcomings. And have mercy on me. Accept this ibadah of mine. You are the being that is most forgiving. You are the being that's most merciful. So that's the dua we are taught at the end of our salah. And we know how much shortcomings we have in our salah. So how much more conscious we should be when we make this dua. Allah Ta'ala praises the Sahaba in the Quran. 
At the time of Sayyidi, they are making istighfar. The whole night is to be in ibadat, major portion of the night. Reciting the entire Qur'an, reciting a great amount of the Qur'an, disclosing Allah praises them, they are making istighfar. Oh Allah, we stood up, we made this ibadat, we exerted ourselves to please you. But there were many weaknesses, so now they are making istighfar. Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam. Allah Ta'ala speaks about him. building the Kaaba Sharif. What a great task. What a great achievement. What they say. Rabbana taqabbal minna. That oh Allah taqabbal in Arabic doesn't just mean accept from us. It means oh Allah this action of ours is not worthy of acceptance. Ya Allah you accept it from us. That's the meaning of taqabbal. That oh Allah, it's not worthy of acceptance. You accept it from us. What put alayna? Allah, forgive us. There were many shortcomings in doing this great deed. So this is a sign of acceptance when a person towards the end of his action, this this uh, condition of his mind overcomes him as the close of Ramadan. That oh Allah, you have granted me such a great man. I did not fulfill the right of this great man. Ya Allah, you have blessed me with such a guest. I did not honor this guest. Allah, forgive me. The person makes his nifat. He cries to Allah. Oh Allah, forgive me. And grant me the opportunity of witnessing something good like this again in the future. So that's, that, 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 that's what we are taught in our deen. When we come to the end of any action, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When he was close to passing away, so the, the last surah to be revealed was إِذَا جَاءَ نَصْرُ اللَّهِ So when this surah was revealed, many sahaba got happy. SubhanAllah, Allah is promising us, promising us so much victory and help. You're going to see people entering into the deen in big groups. There were few sahaba who Allah granted great understanding of deen. People like Sayyidina Abu Bakr, sahaba like Sayyidina Abdullah bin Abbas, although he was young, Allah gave him amazing understanding of deen. Sayyidina Umar, these sahaba, when they heard the surah, they became sad. So the other Sama came to them, why are you sad? It's supposed to be a, a moment of happiness, occasion of joy. Allah is promising us good victory. Allah is promising people are going to come into the whole of Islam. He said, no, this surah means that the time of Nabi Wasallam's departure of the soul is soon. Because when any person completes any good deed, Allah commands them to make istighfar. This is the last moments of your life. Your mission has been completed. Now, was so Now seek the forgiveness of Allah. He is most forgiving. So a believer, whenever he does good actions, after he does it, he makes his tifar. He doesn't boast about it. He doesn't feel proud about his action. He gets a sense of happiness that I did a good deed, but he's making his tifar. He's worried that Allah must accept it. Sayyidina Abu Hurira radiallahu he spent so many years passing the knowledge of hadith, approximately 50 years or so. He spent in passing the hadith and teaching the hadith of Rasulullah to many people. And after this incident happened towards the last portion of his life, somebody comes to him and tells him that narrate him an hadith. So he says, Follow Rasulullah and he falls unconscious. Then he regains his consciousness after a while. And again he says, Qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Again he falls unconscious. Three times this happens. Why? Because of the, what was going to be mentioned in the hadith. The subject matter that was going to be discussed in this hadith. 
What was the subject matter? That the first three people that will be thrown into Jahannam, the first group will be those ulama, those people who did the work of deen, but they did it to, to impress people, to please people. So he thought to himself, I spent my whole life imparting the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It mustn't be that I did it to please people. I did it to show Allah must not, I must not be from that group that will be first to be taken and be thrown into Jahannam. So this condition of his mind overcome came in. That what if I am from that group? He would feel that he fell unconscious. So a Muslim, a true believer, when he comes to the end of his action, he's making his tefal, he's worried. But a Muslim is a person who's always between hope and fear. He must not be completely have complete fear. He should also realize and understand. May Allah is very merciful. He's kareem that he gives much more than a person deserves. So Allah will accept that action. But at the same time, he also has this worry that Allah must not punish me for any short term. So he makes istighfar and he makes tawbah. And one of the signs of acceptance of any good deed is Allah Ta'ala grants a person to to continue with that. What we call istiqamah. إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Those people who say our Rabb is Allah, they bring iman in Allah, they follow the commands of Allah Ta'ala, they follow the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا Then they are steadfast on this. Steadfast on what? On what? They steadfast on the iman. They steadfast on obeying the commands of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. They steadfast on whatever this month of Ramadan came and after Ramadan they were steadfast on reading the Salah they steadfast in staying away from Guna and Sin what's the benefits of Istiqamah? that the angels will come down will come to them and give them glad tidings before you pass away don't fear nothing to fear for you now don't even grieve about your past life we have done very well don't look back in the forward, the future, don't fear. Take this glad tidings of Jannah which Allah has promised you. We were your friends in this world and also in the afterlife we will be by your side. And you will get whatever you want, whatever you desire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless you with. Dua you make, Allah will grant it to you. So this lesson we learn. If we, we, when a person spends his month of Ramadan correctly, he fasts and he does good deeds, then Allah Ta'ala Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, the day of Eid, he gets a sense of happiness and joy. If we live, that's why a pious person used to say, if you live your life like Ramadan, Allah will make your mood like Eid. The day you have to pass away and meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, it will become a very joyous occasion. But the condition is, we have to live our the month, this month, our life like how we live this month of Ramadan. And it is only with istiqamah that we will see some effect in our lives. If you take a there's a rock of this is say there's a rock and you pour a whole bucket of water on that rock, the water will just pass by it will nothing will have no effect on that rock. Except that rock may get wet and dry after a while. But if there's water that's dripping continuously on that rock, continuously, maybe a couple months or couple years, eventually that rock will split open. That rock will create a hole in that rock. That's the example of Istiqamah. That we can do a lot of good deeds in this month of Ramadan. But what will happen? It will just dry up. 
maybe this heart was a heart it will created some wetness on the heart after ramzan it will dry up but if we continue with those good deeds after the month of ramadan in our whole life that thing it will it will continue dripping dripping until the hardness of the heart will come out and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will fill that heart with the nur of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and عند المنكسره قلوبه we talk about the heart breaking When the heart breaks for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that a person, for example, he, for him, he wants to do good deed, but he has to break against his nafs, against his desires. He has to break his heart to the pleasure of Allah ta'ala. That heart becomes very close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says, I am by those people whose hearts are broken. Why do they break for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That joy is a different joy when a person breaks his heart for the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So istiqamah is something that is something which is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Ahabbu al-a'mali ilallahi adwamuha wa in qalla nada. Hadith is Ahabbu al-a'mali ilallah ma'adima alayha wa in qalla. That the most beloved of actions to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those actions which has done consistently even though it's a letters so this month of ramadan had come we do extra in the month of ramadan we are encouraged to do extra but after the month of ramadan the least we can do is read our five times salah with jamaat don't ever sacrifice reading our five times salah with jamaat under any circumstance and so stay away from guna and sin this taqwa that we build in this month of ramadan we have to have this taqwa on this taqwa staying away from anything that will displease allah subhanahu wa ta'ala nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is taqwa is no towards the end of his life he was so sick that he would fall unconscious he would regain consciousness he is worried it's a time of salah he would make wudu after making wudu he falls unconscious again he gains the consciousness again he is worried about his salah He goes and he tells and asks them to help him. He makes wudu. Wudu is made for him. It happens a few times. Eventually, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wants to go to salah. And they had to carry him with the support of few sahaba. He's taken to Masjid al-Nabawi. And he joins the salah. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiyallahu was made the imam in the last few days of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But he says, this was his department. That under every condition, I should please my Allah. I cannot just please my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. He is his department. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam left this world. Now the conditions are challenging. And many sahaba are saying that certain things will give preference to. Although Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had commanded a certain army to go. There's a whole background behind this entire incident. But Nabi Sayyidina Abu Bakr remained He remains steadfast on the command of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He says whatever condition has to come upon this Medina and the Muslims we can we can accept that we can never leave out the command of Rasulullah. We can never sacrifice the command and the sunnah of our Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The command of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam was this army has to be dispatched. This army has to go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even under those difficult situations it will remain will remain firm. One person went into the company of Junaid Baghdadi rahmatullahi a very great friend of his time and he heard that this is a very pious person. She went and stayed in his company after 10 years he tells Junaid Baghdadi now I'm leaving. So Junaid Baghdadi asked him now why are you leaving? 
Why you no more coming to my company? He says, because I came here, I thought you were a very pious person. I wanted to see some amazing feats. He thought you would see him walking in the air. Or you will see some food coming down, some angel bringing some food. So I never saw anything like that sort. So Junaid Baghdadi, he was a person who came to learn. So he also thought, he asked him, did you ever see me missing Salah? Did you ever see me breaking the command of Allah in this 10 years? Did you ever see me leaving out any sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So he told him that istiqamah is even better than all these karamat. Al-istiqamah karamat. That is requirement on me is more superior than a thousand karamat, a thousand amazing features happening at a person, miracles. Istiqamah has is more. One sunnah of Rasulullah is better than all of that. So that, that this is something that we need to understand. And Allah Ta'ala grant us to be that we continue with these good actions. After the month of Ramadan, Allah grant us tawfiq. And if the woman has to be, have this istiqamah, then this is just on salah. Leave out all the other commands of Allah, just the five times salah. If we have to bring one thing in our life, bring this istiqamah or five times salah. Wallahi, my dear brothers, we will definitely see a difference in this country. We, we all think what the conditions, people are complaining, this financial problems, this load trading, all this affecting business. There's so much different issues. All of this will, be, will get solved if just we as the Ummah of Rasulullah have to come out to five times salah. And definitely we'll see a change in the world. That's only one thing, one command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we need to have this day moment. Like how we can school today for all the five times salah. Allah grant me and all of us this tawfiq to read, to be uh, steadfast on our five times salah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq to make amal. Just a few announcements. Uh, one is that uh, with regards to Eid Day, whenever it's Eid Day, whether it be tomorrow or Sunday, then only the Salah times will change. The Fajr Salah will be at half past. The change will be from Eid Day onwards. The Fajr Salah will be at half past five and Asr Salah is going to be at half past four. The Eid Salah will take place at George Campbell School Grounds which is behind Peak and Pay, if those want to go walking, you go towards Peak and Pay, and then through there, there'll be brothers that will be directing. There's a gate, you cross, go through Peak and Pay, and you go into the George Campbell School Ground. Those that need to go by car, they'll be parking on the on the grounds. The uh, bayan will start at quarter past six, inshallah. And this Eid guy is only for me, Allah Ta'ala.